Welcome to the third episode of the Positive Media Diet Podcast. I'm Wendy Fuller. Thank you for joining me as I talk about seven news stories I picked from my Twitter feed this week. The stories cover learning about feelings, why the National Security Agency can't keep rounding up your phone calls, ways to make living in New York City easier, how Amazon has stopped letting anyone shop for just girls or boys, an app for making movies of police stops, ideas from a hostage negotiator on how to talk about getting a raise, and how older people are working together to age in their own homes. Our first story takes us to Bellevue, Washington. John Higgins, writing for the Seattle Times, says schools there join 800 schools across the United States using something called RULER. RULER stands for Recognize, Understand, Label, Express, and Regulate Feelings. Students in these schools who have learned what is called emotional intelligence are acting out less, which means they are going to the office and getting sent home about half as often as they did before RULER, and they're learning more. Students are doing better in every school using Ruler, no matter how much money the school has. Teachers say they're also learning from Ruler and doing better. So how does Ruler help students recognize, understand, label, express, and regulate their feelings? One way is called the mood meter. This is a piece of paper with one big box drawn on it, broken into four different colored smaller boxes. Along the left side of the big box, energy starts low at the bottom corner and is high at the top corner. Along the bottom edge of the big box, unpleasantness starts at the left corner and pleasantness is at the right corner. Inside the smaller colored boxes are feelings. Each feeling has some energy and a type of pleasantness. Those that are low energy and unpleasant are in the lower left blue box, like depressed, hopeless, and disappointed. Feelings that are high in energy and pleasant are in the upper right yellow box. Students place their own feelings, and also those of the children in stories, to better understand themselves and their reading. If this sounds like something you would use too, visit PositiveMediaDiet.com for a link to the mood meter. Our second story started two years ago when a man named Edward Snowden told us all not only that the National Security Agency was listening in to our phone calls and reading our emails, but they were also saving them in case they ever needed them. The National Security Agency, also called the NSA, feels they could do this because the words telling them what to do seemed to let them. The tiny group of people who wrote those words did so without anyone knowing and without talking about it with the rest of us. Charlie Savage and Jonathan Weissman write in the New York Times that a federal appeals court says the NSA can't listen to or store our phone calls. Judge Gerard Lynch says that maybe we should let the NSA listen to stop people from planning to hurt us over ideas, but that we all need to talk about letting them and agree to do it together. Until then the NSA has to stop. Our third story is all about ways to make living in New York City easier. 
Sophie Harris, writing for Time Out New York, suggests 25 different things you can try. I'll talk about a few that I thought were nice. Look for the clean spots at the edge of train stops. That's probably where the doors will line up. Stand there so you can be first to get on. If you go to Macy's, try to get off the first floor as soon as possible. The other floors will not be as crowded. Take the PATH train up the west side of Manhattan instead of an MTA train. They're cleaner and not as crowded. Go to the TKTS booth at about 5 in the afternoon because that's when theaters let their seats go for the day. And the last one, if you ever get lost in Central Park, just look at the numbers on the lamp posts. The first two numbers tell you what street you're closest to. The second two numbers tell you how far west you are. The higher the number, the farther west. Our next story has Amazon making it easier for boys and girls to just be children. Andrew Griffin, writing for The Independent, says Amazon no longer lets anyone search in their shop for things meant for just boys or just girls. You can still search by age or type of thing, but now finding a present for your child will have less to do with whether that child is a boy or a girl and more to do with whether they will enjoy it. This should help those who make playthings for children focus on making sure children have fun, no matter what kind of child. takes us to California, where the American Civil Liberties Union, also known as the ACLU, made a free app for making movies of police stops. Robinson Meyer, writing in The Atlantic, says the app, called Mobile Justice CA, will send the movie to the ACLU's computers as you make it. This means that no matter what happens to your phone, the police stop lives on, stored until needed. You can also tell other people using the app within a three-mile area that you are seeing something right then. This app is only for people who live in California, but apps for other areas should soon follow. Our next story is about the moment you're facing someone who can give you a raise. Burry Lamb, writing for The Atlantic, spoke with Chris Voss, a hostage negotiator, which means he makes his living getting others to agree with him so that no one gets hurt. Here are some of his thoughts for how to talk about getting a raise. Remember that your time is always a thing that needs to be decided and is far more important than money. Listen for how things could be better between you, for ways to make it better. Be as nice as possible. You will get what you want up to six times more often. Ask, how am I supposed to do that? To get clear points to agree upon. Stay calm, and remember that no matter what, you're learning more than you already knew. Say, it seems like there's nothing you can do to get the other person to try harder to find an answer. Don't bring up another offer if you've gotten one. Instead, focus on how you can work together. Finally today, our last story is about how older people in the United States and other places are working together to age in their own homes. Alana Samuels, writing in The Atlantic, says that aging in place can cost up to five times less than living in a nursing home, but it means people need strong ties to others in their town or city. 
Some older people have joined groups, called villages, so they can look out for each other, spend time together, help shop or make food for each other, and many other things that allow them to stay in their homes. There are 150 villages around the world with 120 more being made. Each one is different and may ask for money or be run by people giving their time. Older people who live near their friends group are happier and stay well longer than those who move to nursing homes. Joining a village might be a good move for all of us. Thank you for joining me today for this episode of the Positive Media Diet Podcast. Once again, I'm Wendy Fuller. I hope you'll join me again next week when I'll talk about more news. You can find me on Twitter at Pause Media Diet. That's P-O-S Media Diet. Today's episode was written and made by me. The music is royalty-free public domain works from museopen.org. Visit positivemediadiet.com for links to get the music for yourself. Thank you.